We're here to share with you inspiring stories that bring to life all the little and big ways that people bring more love, joy, laughter, and humanness to everyday life. Our focus is the hunt for those little moments that refuel the human soul and reminds us what life is really all about. I invite you to sit back, enjoy the moments, enjoy the stories, the adventures, and the journeys. Welcome back to another episode of What the World Needs More of. My name is Jarek Robbins. I am your host for this journey. Today, we are joined by a very special guest who has an incredible, incredible talent. Um, More than one talent, but one that stands out in my mind that hopefully he'll share about with you. Uh, His name is Mateo Charles. Thank you, sir, for joining us. Thank you for having me. Now, I'm very excited, and we're going to jump into the question of the show is, what do you believe the world needs more of? Yeah, definitely. Look... For me, um, one word comes to mind, and that is inspiration. Um, it's something that I live by each and every day. Um, you know, for me, when you're inspired, you're in spirit, which which means at its highest point, you're one with the universe. And you know, for me, inspiration allows us to create, it allows us to express, and most importantly, fulfill ourselves and others around us. So, putting things out into the universe, such as amazing, amazing podcasts like this one. You know, dedicated news or social media channels, movies, artworks, books, all forms or mediums, um, you know, as many of us get our inspiration from different sources. So just an influx, so just a flood of different mediums with the intent to inspire is something I definitely feel that the need, the world needs more of. Beautiful. And how do you personally bring that to life? Obviously, you're doing this show and sharing who you are and what you do with people. But, but how else do you bring that to life in the world around you? Well, how I bring that to life is is through my platform, um, which obviously we'll, we'll definitely get into, but is, it is is effectively through art um, and the live platform of art. So um, that's that's how I like to express and try to inspire people. I, I, I usually say that I inspire without words and I inspire through painting. So that's how I like to use my platform to, to bring inspiration to the world. That's beautiful. And it leads us into our next question, which is what is your wow factor? What makes you uniquely you, and what are some of the moments that help shape it over the years? Yeah, definitely. Look, it's always funny because if I'm meeting, you know, people for the first time and they ask sort of, you know, what do you do? And and my wow, my wow factor kicks in pretty quickly um, with a small, you know, hint of confusion and disbelief. So effectively, I paint portraits live on stage at events globally in 10 minutes. So that often leads to disbelief, um, you know, as it's not the common stereotype of an artist, right? Usually an artist spends, you know, maybe six months to create a piece in their studio, basically waits for the right collector to appear. Um, whereas what I've done is I've flipped the, the business model on its head and I've taken the art to the people and rapidly increased the speed it takes to create a masterpiece live in front of an audience, almost like magic. Um, and I guess a special moment that, I think that really helped to shape who I am today was was early on in my career. One of my first events, I was able to to open for Sir Richard Branson. I was super honoured to have you know have been asked, um, and automatically I wanted to make that 
I wanted to make that particular performance really special. So I guess I decided to, to challenge myself and, and I, I wanted to paint his portrait upside down. So what that means is the canvas was upside down um, and I flipped it at the very end. Thankfully, that risk, <laughs> it paid off. Um, the piece came out really, really well. I actually painted that piece in about six minutes. Um, but I guess uh, the moment that really sort of changed it all, for me anyway, was once I flipped the piece at the very end to reveal um, the portrait at the end of my performance, the crowd just let off a really you know, loud roof-raising roar. And I think it really, it really was that time where I thought I was I, – I just knew I was living my purpose. So, yeah, I think that was – that's a, uh, one of the real special times for me. That's amazing. Now, now, why did you choose to speed it up? Why did you choose, like, were there any moments in life where you looked at everyone else and you're like, wow, that's really slow, and I just want to go fast? Or was there anything special or unique that happened that caused you to want to do it quicker or want to do it in this way? Yeah, definitely. Look, there is a few factors, and again, we'll, we'll get into this in, in detail, but um, you know, touching on it, 13 years ago, I was diagnosed with an incurable disease, mm. um, and I couldn't be on stage for very long at all. So that was one of the key reasons. And the second reason was, you know, if I'm going to do something um, within the arts, I need to do something that's different, and I need to I, I need to really capture people's attention. And I knew that, you know, being an artist, I've I've done art my entire life, but you know, being an artist, I have to do something that is different and I thought the attention span of people is not really that long these days so I have to do something that's going to capture them and I thought well why not try and paint a portrait very very quickly um, you know add music to it and you know really create a performance out of it and effectively I you know um, I locked myself you know in the garage for, for almost three months and practiced it and yeah just I harnessed it and channeled it and was able to work it out so it was really cool but the funny thing is is that I actually could never paint portraits and now that's all I do and that's what I do for a living. So it's pretty funny where life leads you, right? <laughs> it's funny when those transitions happen. How about Absolutely. this? What's a moment that made you feel incredibly humble over the years? Yeah, definitely. Look, I had the opportunity a few years ago to speak and, and perform at my former high school. So I spoke for about 45 minutes and performed two live paintings. Um, but I guess where it got interesting was and again, just going back a little bit within my story, as I said, um, 13 years ago, I was diagnosed with an incurable disease by the name of ulcerative colitis. So what that means was um, 60 centimeters of my bowel was engulfed with ulcers, um, which meant I, I, I bled internally. Um, there's no cure for this. Um, they don't know how you get it, and it's only managed by medication. I have a saying that I like to live by, and that's art heals. And the reason for that is I haven't been on medication now for over five years. I think it might be a little bit longer now. Um, and there is little to no symptoms of my disease today. And I credit that a lot to the purpose and being my art. So bringing it back to the school talk, one of the symptoms of ulcerative colitis is frequent toilet usage. And the thing is, when you have to go, you really can't hold it. Um, and you, you, know, you really, really have to go. So it, it becomes a, a real mental battle um, for a lot of people suffering from this condition and, you know, uh, they effectively need to be near a toilet most of the time, which can be very limiting, you know, pretty much for everyday life. Um, so during my school talk for that hour or so, I didn't stop to, to use the bathroom, which, you know, doesn't seem like a big deal for most people. But 
for, all, for, for people suffering with ulcerative colitis. It's a, it's a massive deal. That day, um, what I didn't know was there was a 13-year-old student who had just been diagnosed with ulcerative colitis. And the day after the event, I received a phone call from the mother um, of this particular student thanking me for putting a smile on her child's face. And she continued to explain when the student came home um, from school that day, he was glowing with excitement, you know, uh, and explained to, you know, her mum, explained to her, sorry, that, you know, someone had gone to their school, um, did a talk to inspire them, and this particular speaker had ulcerative colitis, just like them. And, you know, the student went on to continue to explain to his mum that, you know, I spoke person, I spoke for, you know, and performed without having to go to the use the bathroom, which ultimately gave that child hope. And for me, that was a very humbling moment, knowing that at that particular time, at least then, I was able to help one person. So for me, it was it was just a really humbling moment. And yeah, I think it, it's it's really special for me to to know that I'm able to do that again through the platform of art. That's beautiful. That Thank you. Very beautiful. It's amazing. Um, I remember that there was, it, it's amazing when we cross paths with people who can show us that whatever things we believe to be our limitations aren't limitations. It's so freeing and it's so opening and, and what a unique Absolutely. moment to connect. Um, I remember a, a friend of mine, uh, we were attending a, a church event actually, and we were sitting there and the gentleman, um, Nick, who was born with no arms and no legs, Boyachech was there. And, yes, and yep. he shared a beautiful, similar story where he went through all this struggle through his childhood, wanting to end his life, not wanting to do anything. Fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. He said one of the coolest and most amazing days of his entire life was the day where he got called from parents who had a child born in the same situation as him and asked if he'd be willing to come over and skateboard with him just to let him know that life is going to turn out okay if he wants it to. Wow. And he's like, I've done some cool stuff, but that was the coolest day I've ever had to be able to look at at someone younger in my, you know, my, he made a joke. He said in my shoes or or lack thereof. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) And, and tell him it's going to be okay. He said, I I don't think there's a greater gift you can give another human than that feeling it feels to be able to tell them it'll be okay because you've been through it. Absolutely. And just for them to know that they're not alone, I think is a powerful thing as well. So yeah, it's, it's amazing when, when, you know, as you said, we can, we're able to to do this for others and yeah, it's, 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 it's just a beautiful thing. So yeah. What a beautiful moment. What about an awe inspiring moment? Something kind of left your jaw on the ground. Yeah, look, there's been a lot of a lot of awe-inspiring moments, but look for me, I think one that really will, will stay with me for a very long time is I'm a martial arts practitioner. I've been doing it for over 25 years, and I love to train. I don't love to fight. There's two different, you know, very two different things. But um, in uh, 2015, I was actually invited to perform at Bruce Lee's 75th anniversary in Hong Kong. Wow! And yeah, it was crazy, and and I remember taking a moment to sit back and and just sort of be in the in be you know live live in the now. I sat back at my table and realised that I was sitting literally next to Bruce Lee's wife, and across from his daughter, about to paint live the portrait of Bruce Lee in front of the two of them, you know, and in front of 150 VIPs from around the world, and it was just like wow, you know, and for that. But for me, that moment would definitely be a, a lasting, inspiring, uh, inspiring time for me. So, yeah, that was that was super cool. Oh, 
That's special. What about your greatest fear? Yeah, look, that's a, that's always a great question. Um, I think for me, my greatest fear would have to be not living life to my absolute maximum potential. And Wayne Dyer said it so beautifully. He put it, um, don't die with your music still in you. And to me, that's so powerful. For years, I was in and out of hospital. You know, I was bedridden with no energy. Literally, you know, death was knocking on my door. And since my purpose was shown to me, I feel like I'm on a mission. I need to inspire people through my story and through my platform. So I try to utilize every minute of every day, whether it be art, you know, business related, personally re related. Um, I just try it to live my life, you know, to the maximum every day. So the, so the fear of not being and not doing enough will never form itself into reality for me. Mm, powerful. What about what are you most excited about in the future? Yeah, look, I'm I'm really excited. Um, I guess to continue, you know, to disrupt the art world a little bit, you know, push the boundaries. You know, so I've got so much more, you know, things that I want to do. Um, so much more I want to create even further. Um, you know, I want to add so much more wow factors and you know talking points about what I do. Um, something really exciting, which I've literally just launched and I'd love to share it with you and your, your listeners here today is, um, my team and I have just launched something really, really cool, which, um, you know, soon you'll be able to see me perform in multiple locations at the one time around the world in the form of a hologram. So I'm the first artist in history to do this. I'm super excited about it. The entire venture is is just is just so exciting so I'd, I'd say stay tuned for venues and dates um but yeah look <laughs> there's definitely a lot to be excited about amazing i love it now we're going to switch gears second piece of the show we call this the nuts and bolts this is the tactical tangible practical immediately applicable kind of stuff that people can immediately take and apply to their life or business and the first question here is, where do you focus the majority of your thoughts and time and life each day as of right now? Yeah, definitely. Look, every day I wake up, I meditate, I take time to meditate, um, clear my mind, bring peace into the day, not just for me, but for everyone that I come into contact with. So I pretty much then go on to, you know, the creative side of my day. I pretty much paint and create each each day. Um and, you know, combined with that, I always try to listen to educational podcasts, eat the right foods, um, and just really try and be a good person, whether that's helping someone, talking to someone, even being an ear to someone. Um, I try not to have too much structure in my day. Um, I just like to see where the universe will guide me. I like to see the clues and just sort of play it by ear, if that makes sense. But I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big advocate on intuition and just, you know, allowing the universe to guide me. So meditation really sets up my day and, and yeah, I just sort of flow from there. Beautiful. And what would you say is a key to your success in all that you do? The key to my success, I say this to a lot of people, which often gives, you know, sometimes some mixed reactions is to be honest, what I would have to say my pain. Um, you know, I often say my disease was my university degree to life. So I've been in some very difficult situations health-wise, having you know blood transfusions, going through massive times of depression, anxiety, to just constant hospital visits. Um, but there was always lessons from the pain. It, it it made me a stronger person. It taught me patience, taught me how to love myself, accept myself, 
but most importantly, understand who I am to the core. See, pain for some people um, drives them into a really dark place and, you know, that they can never get out of. And believe me, I was there. But once I found, or should I say, it was shown to me um, my purpose, pain seemed to disappear and art became the outlet for the pain, which sort of allowed me to tell my story through live art, through the live platform I live today. So, yeah, look, definitely pain is, is has been a, a big driver for me. Wow, that's powerful. How about this? Last question. What is one actionable tip that can help others achieve and experience the kind of success in their life that you've been able to produce in yours? Yeah, look, I, I, I always say this to a lot of people, and, and I think this is very important. I think the secret sauce to success is just be you. I mean, so many of us are trying to be someone we're not. Um, thinking we need to be like this person or that person in order for our lives to be successful. It's actually the opposite, in my opinion. Um, I did the same thing. For years, people told me, you can't make money from art. You know, art's just a hobby. So I would listen and, you know, I'd stop doing it and, and be like everyone else. And I guess, and I did odd jobs, which never felt right. Um, but art would always find its way back to me because it's who I am. It's it's how I communicate best, express my feelings and emotions, and the minute I started being myself, doing art, um, you know, taking it seriously is, is when the universe started to open doors. Really, you know, we say that only dreams are made of, and but most importantly, I found my I found my why, um, I found my purpose, and now I know that being me is the best thing I can do, no matter what, and it would always lead me down the right path. So, I would just say, be you, and. That's that's the best thing that's going to lead you to to your own personal success. I love that, and I agree with that a hundredfold. Well, sir, thank you so much for joining us. If people want to see you live as a hologram painting, if they want to connect with you, if they want to, you know, uh, find you here online, where where can we send them to come and learn more about you and to stay connected? Yeah, definitely. Um, we've got my website, which is mateocharles.com. Um, I, I frequently up, up to update that. I've also obviously got my Instagram, which is at Mateo, Mateo Charles, YouTube, which is Mateo Charles. Um, yeah, my, my book is available, which is called My Disease, My Teacher. That's on Amazon and Kindle. Um, and yeah, I guess, yeah, that's, that's pretty much all the, the all the outlets. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. It's been a pleasure to have you. Thank you for having me. And for everyone tuning in, if you found this episode inspirational, if you know someone that needs to hear this, uh, we believe that sharing is caring and we love caring people around here. So make sure to share it with a friend, a colleague, a family member. And we very much look forward to seeing you all next episode. 